This show is supported by State Farm. You have insurance for your home, your health, and your car. Why don't you have insurance for your small business? So many small business owners think they don't need or don't even know about small business insurance. Protecting a source of revenue is one thing, but so is protecting all of your hard work and your team members. State Farm agents are all small business owners too, so they know how to help small business owners choose personalized policies that fit their budgets. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Talk to your local agent today. Hello and welcome to the HP Podcast. I said hello really strangely there. <laughs> it's another week and uh, here we are. It's Ben. I'm here with you. And here with me is Brandon. Hey, man. Hey, how you doing? I'm doing well today. Good. Doing pretty good. I'm good. I'm, I'm glad. I'm good also, but I'm also glad. <laughs> okay, okay, good. What? The, the, the listeners can't see your shirt. Yes. But I'd like you to describe it to them. So it's like a, um, a bleach tie-dye. Yeah. We just diluted bleach uh-huh. and then like... I wouldn't say reverse tie-dyed, but kind of a black shirt. It kind of reminds me of a backwards tiger a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. It um it looks great with my ginger hair. It was actually a costume, like a part of a costume, and I've liked it so much that I've just kept wearing it ever since. Well, it works for you. Um blends in. Yeah, dude. I I feel at home. I feel like I'm camouflaged. If I were to hide in a bush, you might not be able to see me, maybe. Probably not. Well, it has uh-huh. to be a red to like a ginger <laughs> bush. But. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> uh, so hey, we talked about that last week. We talked right. about that last week. So this week, you're probably thinking, where's that lovely Canadian boy? And uh, he's not here. This week, actually, the day this releases to the public is his birthday. So he's spending some time hanging out with some people, I'm assuming, for his birthday. Also, he let me know today. He got a Series S. Ooh. So welcome another one into the Xbox family. He can play Sea of Thieves with me. And Phil is a piece of shit. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I, uh, I don't remember why Phil's not here, but I know he's not. So thank you to our patrons for helping to support the show to keep the hosting fees, which I just paid uh, again for the, another year. Uh, so that, we, we got to do it another year. Yep. At least. Yep. You know, uh, because of that. Keep it on the books. That's right. So we appreciate your help with the with the Patreon. And you can go over there to patreon.com slash handsome phantom. For a dollar or more a month, and you can get ad-free early access, and we would love you more. Also, join the Discord, hang out, say hello, see what we're going on. Brandon, what is new in your life this week? Oh, geez, man. Um, not a whole lot. I'm finally feeling like I'm living in a home now. Okay. I don't know if the listeners have followed along, but I moved, um, so I'm not living out the of a box of anymore. Ginger. Yeah. The ginger journey. <laughs> the ginger journey. Um, but that's been really nice. Um Really pleased with the new place and just glad to be cozy. Yeah. Um, so not a whole lot new aside from that. Um, work until I'm old. Work until That's about old. it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so. Good. Yeah. I went yeah. to uh, Rhode Island with a friend of mine this weekend and I forgot about it. I, I mean, I remembered about it like the week before, but then I kind of forgot about it because I was really busy the weekend before that. And kind of snuck up on me but i was a little bit dreading it not because i didn't want to go but because it's like a nine hour drive Ooh. and i had just like come off a long couple weeks of yeah you know everything but then once we were there it was great it was awesome uh just got to like literally we, we like walked around did some biking uh visited some really pretty sites red island 
at least that part of it. It's really beautiful. Uh, the drive's really nice, even though it's a long drive. So right. it was good. Just got the do a little. I was I would say relaxation time. Uh, it, re, it was relaxation in the fact that I didn't have to be anywhere, do anything at a certain time. But we like you know, we we uh we were tired every day. Yeah, yeah. 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 Those are some of the best vacations when you can just kind of do whatever. Yeah. Uh, did you see the island? The island. Mm-hmm. Where the road is. You know, I was looking for it the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> that was an awful joke. I'm sorry. Why the fuck is it called an island? Uh, I don't know. Isn't it's that weird? It's not an island. Anyway. there We did see an island. Okay. Because we went down to the state park. Real nice view of the river and whatever it is. I don't even know. I'd have to look at a map of where I was to actually know what kind of bodies of water I was yeah. looking at. But across from there, there was a decent sized island that I think I think there's homes and businesses on maybe. Too, cool. But, uh, yeah, so that I don't think that was the Rhode Island, but I was in it wasn't the, the state okay. of Rhode Island. Yeah. Gotcha, gotcha, yeah. gotcha. Brendan, let's talk about some gaming stuff. Mm-hmm. That is, after all, what we do on the show most of the time. Not all the time, but most of the time. The first thing up, Dying Light 2 has been delayed. Now, Brendan, I can't remember. You played the first Dying Light? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So Dying Light 2 has been delayed, and I actually... Uh, I'm really happy about this. Not that it meant anything at all. But I got this email this morning. I just happened to be looking at my phone when it came through. I screenshotted it and posted it on Twitter. And I was the first post as far as I could tell. What? Now, maybe that's maybe that's not true. And it's just that I couldn't find any others. Yeah. But I didn't see Dying Lights post until a couple moments after mine went up. So Damn, yeah, dude. Yeah. Okay, so let me just read a little bit of this. Today, we have important news to share with you about development progress on Dying Light 2 Stay Human. It has always been our company's goal to build transparent and honest communication with our community, fans, and gamers. Every day, we strive to grow in this element. The team is steadily progressing with the production, and the game is nearing the finish line. The game is complete, and we are currently playtesting it. It is by far the biggest and most ambitious project we've ever done. Unfortunately, we've realized for us to bring the game to the level we envision, we need more time to polish and optimize it. That's why we've decided to move the release date to February 4th, 2022. So they go on to say that next month uh, they will have a preview for press and content creators to get their hands on PC and console versions of the game. And they'll be doing some preview events around the world, et cetera, et cetera. Now, this is kind of, it, first of all, I think we've kind of established on the show that there's no such thing as a bad game delay. Yeah. Pretty much, almost universally, if the game gets some more time, it's going to end up better. 100%. But are you concerned at all? We saw a very, 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 very long time of no updates for Dying Light. People were wondering where it was for a long time. Right. And then they finally came out, and they revealed when it was going to release, and then they pushed it, and now they've pushed it again. Yeah. I, I, I'm not going to go back and listen, but I think I predicted this. Did you? <laughs> I'm, yeah. I'm almost positive I did. I was kind of hesitant with this game being released this year for that exact reason. Yeah. Um, I feel like it was like we heard nothing, heard nothing, and then got like a bunch of weird cryptic images and a release date. Yeah. And I remember when that popped and I just kind of thought to myself, this doesn't seem like a normal rollout. Yeah. You know, they say the game is good in their playtesting. That's the reason it's being delayed. But I don't know. I feel like... Especially since it's been a while since the last game. Yeah. You would probably want a more consistent rollout, and the lead-up to this didn't make me believe that it was going to be ready this year. Right. Honestly. Um, 
I will say I wasn't a huge fan of the first one. So I'm looking forward to what's said to be a more ambitious project. Um, I think it had some great bones, but. Oh, you yeah. weren't a fan? No, okay. no, not really. Um, now, I, I did not play it at release, but I've played it since then. And of course, I think they've added some more stuff and I'm sure fixed a lot of bugs and stuff like that. Right. I really enjoyed it, but I don't know how it was at release or anywhere near it. So, yeah. yeah. The, there's two interesting things to me. One is that I understand that they need to delay it. That's fine. You got to delay it. You got to delay it. It was coming out in December, which was a pretty empty month yeah. for games this year. Yeah. The only big exception, of course, is Halo Infinite. Yep. And maybe we'll see some other stuff get pushed to there, but I doubt any big AAA releases are getting pushed to December. Yeah. So they pushed out of a month that was going to probably give them the limelight yeah. into February, a month that is stacked at yeah. this point. So that's... That's kind of discouraging. That That's probably going to hurt them. Yeah. I was just thinking about 2022 and what's coming up, not even just for the beginning of the year, but in general. Yeah. And I, yeah, I don't know that this is the play. I mean, once again, they're behind the scenes. They yeah. know what's going on. Clearly it needs something else. Right. Um, a game that I'm assuming did pretty well for the first one. They're going to want to get the strongest release they can, but... The playtesting must have been at a state where they felt like they needed to release the next year and that it, I guess it doesn't matter to them what's coming out around it. I mean, I think that the playtests, they said they're playtesting it now. They didn't necessarily say that the playtests are what led them to do that. Gotcha. It's probably a matter of we're playtesting it. We have people playing it, you know, along with those bugs and the other stuff we know we need more time to work on. We got to push it because, and I mean probably better that they put it push it now except it's mid-september they're pushing it from a december release date giving it two extra months you know i think a lot of people a lot of companies probably would have pushed it in october and so it's probably better that they're putting that messaging out now just a couple months so they're yeah i guess that does inspire a little bit of confidence though in the game if they're only pushing it a couple months Mm -hmm. maybe that is a sign actually maybe i'm just looking at it the wrong way maybe it's like hey it's just a couple months, yeah, and we're releasing around some bangers next year, so get ready. There's one other interesting piece in this that it took me till the third time I read it that I picked up that isn't necessarily about this game. It's just about the industry right now. They put in there, next month, both press and content creators will get their hands on PC and console versions. Do you think that messaging is intentional, that they will get PC and console versions? What are you thinking about it specifically? Well, what's the big blunder we saw this year? Cyberpunk. Right. They sent out a very limited amount of review copies, and I think all of them were to PC users. And a lot of the people who reviewed it said, yeah, there's some quirks, but it's a great game. Of course, we flash forward a little bit, a couple of days to the actual release. It's awful right. on the console versions. I'm wondering if they're putting out this messaging, not necessarily because there's any speculation about it, but just to say, like, don't worry, this game isn't cyberpunk. Right. It's, We're going, it works on consoles. You don't right. have to worry about that. We're going to let people put their hands on it. Yeah. Now, I think that's, you know, the more we even mull over it here, I, the messaging seems sound, I guess. Yeah. Now that I'm thinking about it, a couple month delay and them just being straightforward about the releasing, like, hey, we're not just going to be getting out console codes here. Right. It's going to be PC too. Yeah. And, Honestly, imagining the type of game Dying Light is, I'm not surprised. Open world game, 
you're parkouring on everything. I'm sure, you know, playtesting has to be extensive, especially yeah. for this type of game. It's not exactly like an on-rails type game. Right. You know what I mean? So there's there's some things that are going to need to be weeded out. But um, no, yeah, I this doesn't excite me or upset me any more than it did before I knew this information. Right. But I guess after kind of just tossing it around in my head, yeah, I guess this is good for the game. I'm you just know, wondering lo- if the specific messaging, if it's something we're going to see more in the future, or like, let's say you go to a preview of that. I think people are going to be more uh, likely to include that they played on a specific console right. when they saw it in yeah. early preview mode. So that's just something interesting for the industry in general, I think. I don't know that it necessarily had, has anything to do with this game, but yeah. I do agree that if they're going to show it on consoles as well as PC, that probably will mean better things. Yeah. Than what if they only showed it on yeah, and PC. do we know if this is last-gen title as well? I believe it is, yeah. Okay. I believe it's going to be. Okay. Yeah. Which doesn't throw me. No, no, no. I I'm going to play it on PC either way, probably. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. Yeah. Brandon, we got... We were talking about this briefly before the show, and I didn't want to talk too much so we didn't spoil it for ourselves, but we got a leak this week of titles from the GeForce Now database. Uh, let me just read this. This comes from TwistedVoxel.com. God of War, Returnal, and Demon Souls, and several other PlayStation exclusives could be headed to PC, according to a new leak. In an article posted on Medium, a researcher has shared a method that can be used to find out games that are not yet supported by GeForce Now. By using this method, he was able to find listings from the Steam database that included several PlayStation exclusives that are yet to be announced by Sony. So for those who don't know, GeForce Now is a cloud gaming service where you can basically play your entire Steam library on another device, uh, on, you know, on a device that maybe isn't as powerful. With a web browser, right? With a, uh, yeah, with a, with a web browser. Okay. And from what I've, I've heard varying reports, and I think it, some of it depends on uh, where you are in the country and your internet speed and everything like that, that it works pretty well. It's not, it's not like playing it locally. Right. But GeForce Now is, is pretty well regarded. Good. Uh, so we don't have to talk about all of these by any means. As a matter of fact, we shouldn't talk about all yeah. of these. <laughs> yeah. But here's the list of things that, were found that are PlayStation exclusives that were found in this listing. We've got Days Gone, which is already available on Steam. Right. But it's not available, I don't think, on GeForce Now. Yeah. Uh, Demon Souls, Derecine, Everybody's Gone to the Rapture, Ghost of Tsushima, God of War, Gran Turismo 7, Guns Up, Helldivers 2, Helldivers, Horizon Forbidden West, Horizon Zero Dawn Complete Edition, Predator Hunting Grounds, Ratchet and Clank, Returnal, Sackboy, a Big Adventure, Uncharted Legacy of Thieves Collection. Hmm. Now, NVIDIA did put out a, a statement saying basically like, yeah, these games were all in our... Like, so we know this leak isn't fake. These were actually found in the back end. Right. Uh, but it's not... You shouldn't, you know, take from it that these are going to be coming. Some of it was just for back end playtesting and stuff like that. Yeah, whatever. and it's just data. Just, it's not like this guy was booting up games. You know what I mean? Right. They, yeah, there was no booting up of games. Yeah. Although some of the listings were pretty complete. Okay. Okay. But I'm just curious. Like, we've speculated for a long time that Sony's going to have a lot more games. And they've said as much. They're going to have a lot more of their games coming to Steam, to PC. Right. Uh, there's some surprises in here, though. No, one, you know, like Horizon Forbidden West is already in there. Maybe that's that they're developing the game and they figure why not go ahead and work on the PC version while, you know, alongside with the game. Yeah, I honestly would would imagine that that would have a similar arc to the other one. Yeah. I would imagine that that would release 
maybe a couple years after. Right. Um, right. But yeah, God of War. We've got God of War on there, which, you know, I it's, think everybody has said that's going to be the next yeah, one. Yeah, dude. Coming. That'll I just, be big for the PC community. Um, huge. I mean, are God of Wars, aside from emulation, able to be played on PC ever? I don't think any of them have been. So unless that, I'm missing something. That's actually huge. That's and, you know, no heat towards any of the other God of Wars because I've played them and love them. Right. But to have this new one, yeah, I feel like you're really getting some of the best of the best here. Especially for people who have never had console or yeah, handheld 100 to be exposed to god of war for the first like Ugh. god of war it's just an amazing franchise yeah so yeah the 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 really interesting ones though are things like helldivers 2 which we don't even we haven't even heard about yeah seriously about it it's not no, it, but it's not an, not yet announced not yet announced but it's it's there uh let me think there was another one i thought that there was something for Final Fan, one of the Final Fantasy games on here, but maybe I—I I thought it was Seven Remake. I thought I saw somebody tweet about that, but maybe I'm just tripping. Yeah. Um, I guess Gran Turismo is pretty big. Um, I also don't think Gran Turismo. Maybe I'm wrong, but haven't they always been on PlayStation Two? I just yeah. sound like a big fucking idiot. No, they're PlayStation exclusive. I was going right. to say that's actually pretty big because, yeah. and I'll talk about it later. But I've been playing some Gran Turismo. Okay. Um, and, you know, as far as Simwise, man. Yeah. They're great games. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. So I'm I'm pretty excited. Uh now the biggest thing here is even the games like Horizon and Days Gone that are already on PC on Steam will be available on They're this. not on GeForce Now. Gotcha. So like th- that's big for people who are GeForce Now users. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. Dude, look at the value in this list. Yeah. Even if half of this was true? Yeah. Even if the worst half, right? You know, in quotes, the worst half of this yeah. was true, <laughs> that'd still be pretty fucking good. Sure. Yeah. I mean, come on, man. Now, the one that really surprises me to some extent is Sackboy. All yeah. the other ones, I'm like, yeah, okay, that should come to PC. Yeah, that should come to PC, whatever. But Sackboy just feels... No, don't get me wrong. So is Kratos and yeah. everything. But <laughs> Sackboy just feels like one of those games to me that's like, this is a console. Like, it's, this is not a PC game at all. It's so embedded. Yeah. Um, especially in my mind yeah. um, with the PS3 and the PS4. But right. I'm with you. But honestly, I... I may feel differently if they were saying, hey, we're bringing these to Xbox. I right. may feel differently. I might not. But let the PC people have it, man. Do you know what this does is it just draws people back into your audience. Absolutely. Because Lord knows that if you get to play uh, God of War on GeForce Now and Ragnarok comes out and it's only on PlayStation for even a little while. Yeah. Honestly, if I had never played God of War yeah. and I played it on GeForce Now, yeah. I would buy a PS5 to play it on launch. It's so good. It's a hundred percent. Yeah. Because I, you know, especially after watching the, the, the Sony showcase and stuff like, yep. like, you know, obviously I can't speak to that cause that's not my case, but I would be day one to get the next God of war. Cause I just love that shit so much. It's very good. It's very good. Well, we'll keep an eye on that. I'm sure the whole industry is keeping an eye on that. Yeah, really. It's, uh, it's interesting because like, it doesn't just tell... It tells a few of those games that are coming to GeForce now, but it tells more about the games that could be coming to PC. And for me, I have a PS5. You know, you have a PS5. We were fortunate enough to be able to get one. But a lot of people don't yet. Yeah. And granted, these games... We're not looking at day and date here. We're not looking at even maybe anytime soon for some of them. But the fact to know that some of these games may be coming to PC at all, let alone GeForce now... You know, I think there's a big divide between people who are PC gamers and GeForce Now users. Yeah. You know, uh, the the hardcore of the hardcore or not. 
right. going to use GeForce Now. But I don't know. I think it's cool that not only will they hopefully be coming to Steam, but they're also going to be coming to that service for people who they don't have a console and they also can't afford a 30 series card or something. Right. Yeah. Now this or just, find one for that. Yeah. And Sony's been pretty receptive in the rollout to PC has been good right. in my opinion, but this just further strengthens my notion that they are going to continue to dig into the PC space. Um, and everyone wins, I think. Yeah. You know what I mean? Everyone wins. Once they've drained that last little bit of like, when a game gets down to $20, when a, when a first party AAA game gets down to $20 on PlayStation. Yeah. That's kind of the point to me where they have like maybe another month there left. Pretty much if you haven't played it yet or you haven't bought it on PlayStation, you weren't going to. Yeah. You weren't going. Like yeah. by that point, you're probably, once it gets under $20, you know. So for them to say, okay, we've squeezed all the juice out of this we can. Let's move over to a place where we've got many, many millions more players. Right. Why not? I mean, yeah, it just makes not? sense to why me. Why not? I guess we're not fanboy enough to make that not make sense. Yeah, I just, anyone who's against it, I don't think actually genuinely cares about the company because right. if they did, yeah. they would be realizing how how much more money gets circulated back into the thing that you love by doing this. Well, and there's work in porting them to PC, but not near as much work as creating the game from scratch. Yes. So it's just going to add to their bottom line. A hundred percent. Moving on. There is a new system software update. I saw that. Launching globally tomorrow. And for those listening, that's Wednesday. Let me just read this. This is from the PlayStation blog. Tomorrow, we're pleased to launch our second major PS5 system software update to all PS5 owners globally. The update includes a variety of enhancements to the PS5 console experience, as well as 3D audio support for built-in TV speakers. It also features M.2 SSD storage expansion, which enables PS5 players to store and play PS5 games, PS4 games, and media apps directly from the expanded high-speed storage. Also expanding mobile features with support for PS5 remote play, or I'm sorry, PS remote play, over mobile networks starting tomorrow, and the ability to view screen share broadcast on the PS app beginning next Thursday. Uh, thanks to everyone who participated in the beta, yada, yada. They've got some uh, UI, UX enhancements. The control center is getting a change. The game base is getting a change, which I'm still perplexed on why it's called game base. But Yeah, whatever. and whatever this, your accolades is, yeah. there's like a separate like almost thumbs up you can give to people you play with. Yeah. I have never seen never it utilized. It, yeah. So I really wonder if this is going to fall by the wayside. I would hope that this next update will make it shine, but I have no idea what the fuck that is. Legitimately. If it prompted you and was like, like think about Overwatch. Yeah. At the end of Overwatch, it's like, who do you want to give your points to or whatever? It is perfect for that reason, right. but it, it isn't simple like that. No, you have to actually like go in. You know and what I mean? Yeah. yeah. And nobody's going to do that. Yeah. So. Maybe there are people doing that. I don't know. Uh, some other accessibility features. Uh, the one big thing that was a big controversy when, when the PS5 launched, if you have the PS4 and PS5 versions of the game, it will appear separately. Yeah. It, <laughs> so it, you won't accidentally launch Miles Morales on the PS4 version, even though you bought the PS5 version. Yeah, it'll like prompt you when popping it in to, to download both. It's just, it's confusing. Yeah, but it's, but it used to not prompt you. Yeah. It just loaded whichever It just did whatever, like. yeah. And you would have two separate versions of the game installed on your console. Yeah, that's weird. Uh, a little more stuff with PlayStation Now. We're not big PlayStation Now people, but if you are, there's some enhancements coming there. And then 
the trophy tracker. That's the other real big thing, in my opinion. Well, there's one more big thing we'll get to in a minute, but uh, they're changing the way the trophy tracker works. They'll let you track the trophies and actually access them quickly. They're also changing the layout to be different like it was on the PS4, probably. Yeah. Um, or more like it was on the PS4 rather than the way it is now. I personally don't mind the way the trophies are now, but I'm also not a huge trophy hunter. Yeah. I imagine if you are, it's quite annoying. No, yeah, I, I'm i very interested um, yeah. just because it's just a little bit of extra sweetness on top. So any any way I can more easily track my trophies is for the best. Yeah. The big thing. The ability to expand your storage. Ooh. After a year, Sony finally blessed us. Finally. With the ability Jeez. to expand our storage. This is us. So remember, there's a slot that's in. You'll have to take the cover off the side and install uh, M.2 SSD. And with that, you'll be able to not only copy and launch PS5 games, but also PS4 games. And of course, you can put other media things on there. Uh, the really interesting thing is that this was not available. We talked about how like it's weird yeah. that this wasn't available just, from launch. It was just on lockdown. Right. Brandon, you've talked in the past. I haven't had any problems with storage because when I play a game, I, when I'm done with it, I usually delete it unless it's tiny. Right. You have bigger games that I play on PC, but you're playing, you know, uh, Warzone and Apex Legends yeah. and things that are taking up a lot of space. Are you ready to drop two, three hundred bucks on an M.2? I'm going to have to be. Yeah, I mean honestly, <laughs> You're like, I don't have a choice. I mean honestly, I it's been my biggest complaint since the PS5 launched is that you know, and not everyone plays live service games. Sure, a lot of people play games that aren't very big, but if I want more than one live service game, yeah, I can have like three or four, right, max, and then nothing else, right. Like legitimately, at, at one point, I had four live service games on my console, yeah, and unless I wanted to download a smaller or indie title, I couldn't. Right. I had to delete something else. Right. And it's infuriating. And when you have an update or something. That's what I'm saying. Running out of space. Yeah. And yeah, no, it's, I kind of feel like I have to. I mean, honestly, because. What, what for, so I, I'm assuming Apex and well, Call of Duty. My, my examples I had for the exact four that I had yeah. were Apex, uh-huh. Warzone. Yeah. Call of Duty Cold War. Okay. And at the time, I had Avengers downloaded. Okay. So, literally, that was all I could have. Right. (laughs) That was it. Yeah. And the next biggest thing was, like, fucking YouTube or something. You know what I mean? Something that's, like, like insignificant, like, a couple gigabytes. Yeah. And, you know, I don't know. I'm just frustrated in general with it, I guess, just because... I felt like it took a lot longer for me to notice this sort of thing. And I don't necessarily think that's an issue with PlayStation. I think the issue is twofold. I think they should have offered this from the beginning, Mm -hmm. A. And B, I think these games are doing, especially the big games, the most played games in the world, some of the most played games in the world at this point on console are just stingy as fuck with that storage space. Yeah, And it needs to get under control. I wonder at what point especially with the new Call of Duty launching. Right. How could they reasonably expect you? You know, they want you to play their games. So right. they want you to have Cold War downloaded. And I'm just going to use Call of Duty as an example. They want you to have Cold War downloaded. Right. They want you to have Warzone downloaded. And they want you to have Vanguard downloaded. Right. And it's like, so that's all you want me to have downloaded? Right. And don't even mention Destiny 2 in there. It's like... Oh, wow, yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, very quickly, it just adds up. And now I can't... 
you know, if I want to pop into fucking Overcooked or something, I got to delete, <laughs> I got to delete Twitch to get fucking Overcooked <laughs> on my goddamn console or something. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah, I honestly, I kind of feel at this point with the current climate, I'm going to have to buy something just right. because it's not worth the headache. Right. It's just not. And why use your console if it's not enjoyable? That's what I'm saying. Yeah. And when I want to play the games, I don't want to sit there and download them. Right. Unless it's something I haven't played for a while. Then I'm like, okay, yeah. I'll, I'll re-download it. But I want to keep these things that I play often in my back pocket. Mm-hmm. And I'm not able to do that as much now. Yeah. And it took my PS4 way longer to get to this point. And it's happened in less than a year. Right. So, I don't think know, it, man. Think about the fact, and granted, on the, you know, I'm not a, I'm not a console wars guy. I have both major, actually all three major systems in my house. I, I use them all, but... Think about the fact that Sony, or I'm sorry, Microsoft was able to release an entire console for $300. And you're looking at, depending on the size you want, just about that, yep. just to expand your storage for, yep. the, for the PlayStation. Yeah. That's crazy. Now, okay, before anybody jumps on it, on, on the Xbox side, if you want to expand your storage, you're still looking at about the same price. Right. So I'm not like comparing them that way, but I'm just like... It, it just kind of puts it in perspective it for you a little bit. puts it in perspective. You're yeah. like, oh, okay. Yeah. Like, if you're somebody who's in a, in a spot where you're like, I got 300 bucks that I want to spend on gaming right now. Right. Do I want a brand new, uh, do I want a new console? Yeah. Completely new experience? Or do I want to have a little more space for Call of Duty? Yeah. Like, that's the decision you have to make. It sucks, Which man. is, it sucks, yeah. Yeah. It really does suck. And like I said, I think it's two problems we're having here. And unfortunately, the consumer has to deal with it. The consumer so. loses. Yeah, pr- pretty much, man. I mean, honestly. Yeah. Thanks, Activision. Yeah, for real. Um, for nothing. Yeah. Okay, this next one's a little bit nuanced, and I'm not going to pretend like I understand all of it. And I understand most of this stuff, usually, but this one's pretty deep. We talked a long time ago about how Apple and Epic are at war with each other and have been at war with each other. Basically, it all started because Epic wanted people in Fortnite specifically to be able to buy V-Bucks without going through Apple. If you aren't aware, if you buy, if you have in-app purchases on an Apple device, you give Apple between 15 and 30%, generally more like 30 unless you're a giant player. You might be able to get away with getting that a little lower. Big yikes. If you're just the standard, like let's say you or I go and make an app and submit it, where immediately it's going to be 30%. 30%, 100%. Yeah, if you're you're raking in billions, (laughs) maybe they'll give you a better deal. Yeah. But... Uh, so basically, Epic sues Apple, and there's been a months-long trial case, everything, and we finally got a decision. And this is from this is from CNBC. We're going we're going legit news, no dude, gamer news. Damn, here. dude, we're going legit. No news. fucking fan gamer. And just in case anybody, kn- <laughs> in case anybody was wondering, CNBC is just destroying with pop-ups right now. But. The basics of this, and I'm not going to directly read most of this, but I'm going to read a little bit of it. Apple's lucrative App Store business received a major blow Friday thanks to a federal judge's decision in the company's legal battle with Epic Games. Judge Avon Gonzalez-Rogers handed down the decision in the closely watched trial and issued an injunction that said Apple will no longer be allowed to prohibit developers from providing links or other communications that direct users away from in-app purchasing. This show is supported by State Farm. Insurance is a part of any solid financial plan. 
Making sure you have the important things in life covered is one of the best ways to give yourself a little breathing room when things go awry. It's important to protect not only your business, but yourself as a business owner and all current and future team members. State Farm agents know what it takes to run and protect a small business because State Farm agents are all small business owners and they live and work in your community. So they're deeply attuned to what's happening with other small businesses in your market. If you have a small business and are interested in making sure you're protected, reach out to your local State Farm agent to learn more about what you need. They'll help you find the right policy at the right price for your business. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Talk to your local agent today. Introducing Bluehost Cloud, ultra-fast WordPress hosting with 100% uptime. Want a website with unmatched power, speed, and control? Of course you do. And now you can have all three with Bluehost Cloud, the new web hosting plan from Bluehost. With 100% uptime and incredibly speedy load times, your WordPress websites will be dependable and lightning fast on a global scale. Plus, your sites can handle even the biggest traffic spikes without going down or lagging. And with Bluehost Cloud, you get 24-7 WordPress priority support, meaning you're connected to WordPress experts anytime you need them. Not to mention, you automatically get daily backups and world-class security. So, what are you waiting for? Get Bluehost Cloud today by visiting bluehost.com. That's bluehost.com. So, what this is saying basically is, okay, Apple used to get a piece of every purchase on the right. App Store. Right. Now, if somebody wants to go through the R&D of creating their own source out, if they want to provide their own method for people to pay that doesn't go through the App Store, that doesn't go through the actual game, you can't stop them anymore. Oh, damn. Which, damn. I mean... Dude, Apple's oh, shaking, dude. That is... Now, there were like eight or ten different things that the judge ruled on. Yeah. And Apple won all of them except for this. But that's now, big. That's, that's gigantic. That's, a, that's like... Honestly, uh, imagine the landscape yeah. of the App Store from this point forward, though. Yeah. I mean, honestly, you know, we don't... It is a kind of a convoluted thing, and there's a lot that could be said about it. But right. man, oh man, it's not going to take very much for a lot of Apple's profits at this point after this ruling to be taken away. I mean, yeah. who could knock Apple down a peg? The answer is Epic. It's Epic or the Google. Answer, yeah, well, yeah. There's a little yeah. bit. I mean, yeah. they've tried to compete. Yeah. I think Apple's still winning in most areas, but... I think this is a big win, actually, for epic it's a huge win and i mean they maybe they won those other those other counts that they were at, at court over but like this is the main thing they were fighting yeah. over yeah and think about the fact that you know you and i again let's use that example let's say you and i get together we make an app and we submit it um we're not going to set up a payment processor great we're just happy to be on the app store let's say our app's doing decent but not amazing whatever we're happy to get that 70 percent rolling in right but if you're Epic, <laughs> yeah, or your seriously, or your PopCap, or your EA, yeah, or your what's um what's the people who make Bejeweled and all those yeah. garbage yeah, games, yeah, yeah, yeah. If you're any of those, you've got the money and and desire and resources to maybe you're still going to spend a few bucks on processing, yeah. But and maybe you're going to spend a decent chunk getting something developed for you in the, in you know before that. 
But like, if you were a huge company, who's also, by the way, bringing in the most amount of money to the app store, why wouldn't you yeah. set up something else for consumers if they're just going to buy it the same way they always have to be able to recapture more of the revenue you're bringing in? Oh, damn, dude. This just means Candy Crush will now inevitably never go away. Yes. God damn it. Yes. That is, uh, <laughs> that is definite. That's for sure. <laughs> So that's the main thing. I think that it's funny because both sides are claiming victory on this. Oh, good. Uh, now, Apple has not, at this point, from what I can understand, has not appealed. But Epic appealed within like 30 minutes of the decision, you know. Oh, sure. Uh, that they sure. want to try to get those other seven points back. And I think Epic has enough money. Dude, Epic probably has their lawyers paid for like the next three years. And they're like, we're just going to keep doing this yeah, until we win. That's exactly what happens. Yeah. You know, I'm sure Epic has enough money. I know Apple has enough money. So neither one of them, I mean, Apple has a lot more to lose in this than, than Epic does, but like neither one of them are real worried about how much it's going to cost. I, but I think, and, and Epic probably doesn't even really care that they have to give up 30% that oh, much. No. But just the fact that we're going to take them down. Yeah, like dude. We're going to destroy these practices. That, yeah. yeah. Dude, they got that fuck you money 100%, and I love it. I love to see it. Is that a, is that a drawing of Tim Cook? Uh, yes. Oh, my God. It certainly is. Lovely. Now, we have uh, we have often talked about how Epic or Apple is gigantic. Yeah. We hate them. Maybe we, too big. Maybe we don't hate them personally, but like the society hates them because they're gigantic. Yeah. Epic is almost as big. They've got a lot At of money. At this point, yeah. Yeah. And so like really nobody wins in this battle. But I, I'm I'm posturing I'm, I'm posing the question. We've seen Epic do a lot of weird stuff for a giant company. And by weird, I mean, like, surprisingly consumer-friendly. Right. You know, recently they said, hey, we've got this anti-cheat. We've got this in-game chat system. We've got these other three things or whatever that you can use for free. Now, their in-game there is still to make money. Right. They've given away, they've paid a lot of money for exclusives to the Epic Store, and they've given those games away. Again, it's going to bring you into the ecosystem. They're going to make more money off of it. But, like, some things that seem surprisingly consumer-friendly. And so part of me wonders if maybe they don't really... You know, the, they care about the money. Don't get me wrong, but maybe they don't even care about the money as much as the principle. We do kind yeah. of think this is the wrong. This is the right principle. Yeah. This is the right thing. Yeah. So I, th I think Epic is still a major corporation that you shouldn't trust. Yeah. But are they the good guy in this situation? Hard to say. Yeah. Really hard to say. But I will say, Epic is unlike any game company that I know of. Yeah. E easily, the moves they've made over the past. Five, six, ten years. Right. Insane. Right. And I, I, I don't know, man. I just think we're going to be talking about it for a long time. Yeah. And uh, yeah, they they got my good graces for now. Right. For now, I'm always I'm always a little bit hesitant, but for now, they're all right. Now, the the two things I'll say, uh, in addition to this, Epic wanted to be able to offer their own app. I'm not sure what they what they envisioned for this, but they wanted to be able to offer their own app, which would allow them to, to people to buy things. Dude, do you know what that is? Epic Game Store on your phone. Oh, man, you're right. Think about that. Oh. Think, think about Steam on your phone. Oh, yeah. Literally. Well, Steam is on your phone. You just can't play well, games. Well, no, I mean, yeah. but like, yeah. Jeep, think about it. Right. You know what I mean? This is a... That's pretty insightful. Kind of a huge opportunity for them. Yeah. Imagine... To, to install their own app store yes, on... Yeah. Coming exclusively 
you know, to the right. Epic Game Store are these phone games. That's, they, they could do that. You're right. I, you're right on. That's 100% They could do the that. But yeah. they're not allowed, according to this, this yeah. court ruling. Damn. Uh, but they all, the judge also said, and let me find this here. Uh, Rogers said that Apple was not a monopolist and success is not illegal. And they, the court ruled that it is, while they are going to allow, it's basically, it seems a little bit backwards to me. They're like, okay, Apple's not a monopoly on this, which I don't know how in the ecosystem they're not, I guess, right. because you can go to Android if you want. But Apple's well, not an eco, <laughs> not a monopoly, but also you can do this because they're a monopoly. So I don't know. I don't yeah. know the right answer here, but it definitely seems, I mean. It's definitely not a monopoly because there's two options. Yes. Definitely. You know? I mean, there's others. <laughs> I know, I know, yeah. but you get what I'm saying. It's, yeah. yeah, it's. But there are some weird instances where, like, there's some filings against Disney that they will not win. By the way, Disney will win, but because Disney has more money and more lawyers. But, Thank God. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's at this uh, there are some instances where people have claimed that Disney is creating monopoly, and some of those have been taken seriously by judges, and you know, kind of gone up to the next level or whatever. But, like, Disney's not a monopoly. You don't have to watch a, a property owned by Disney. There's others out there. There's yeah. Paramount. There's Universal. There's whatever. Uh, but because it's a, such a high percentage, you know, there is a case to be made there. So it doesn't have to be. Like, two options could still be a monopoly by but some of these standards. Explain this to me, then. Yeah. Disney adults. Checkmate. Oh, checkmate, for sure. They're definitely a monopoly now. <laughs> <laughs> That'll hold up. That'll hold up in court. That's right. Okay, so we're going to get into just a little bit of, this is a little bit older news, but we recorded right before the PlayStation Showcase last week, and we haven't got to talk about it. So this is going to be almost a week old for some people, but let's talk about the Apple, the, the Apple show. well, Apple's still in the brain. <laughs> they're even monopolizing this conversation. Dude, they're monopolizing your brain right yeah. now. Did you get the chance to watch the PlayStation Showcase? I didn't watch the Showcase, but I watched nearly every video. Okay, so. well then you pretty much saw it all yep. anyway. I mean, all you missed is maybe a couple... Uh, couple little interviews with awkward stage banter yes yeah. yes well it wasn't even stage banter it was oh, just really? one person from the camera yeah gotcha okay so basically we saw a lot of stuff we've already seen mm -hmm. and a few things we haven't seen mm -hmm. so instead of going through each of them one by one because at this point if you listen to any other podcasts that have been recorded since then you've probably heard about them yes but i just want to talk about our impressions or at least yeah. what is what is what was your overall impression and then maybe like what are one or two things you're excited about <sighs> honestly dude I haven't felt kind of excited for a showcase in a while. Um, I feel like I have watched lackluster after lackluster showcase from yeah. multiple Sony, Switch, you know, Nintendo, whatever. Right. Microsoft. And this got me excited. I'm yeah. going to be honest. Yeah. Um, obviously, I, PlayStation has a huge part of my heart. Right. And always has. Um, so that's kind of working against me. But... I can't not be excited about God of War. Oh, yeah. I'm going to be honest at this point. Um, I can't not be excited about it. Um, there was a couple things I weren't re wasn't really expecting. Um, there was the one... Oh, I can't remember what it was called. Good Lord. I'm shitting the bed here. GT... The, the new Gran Turismo looks great. Um, mm -hmm. I'm trying to think of the fucking... I don't see it in anyway. What did you think, Ben? While I while I stumble over my thoughts here. Yeah, so I would agree with you that I didn't get the heart pounding, you know, oh I can't believe this is happening kind of thing, but there were a few surprising cool moments. And 
for me, it's it's just been so long. And and like I said earlier, my my heart, if you really break it down to the bottom, is it's I'm a PlayStation guy. But I also love Xbox. I love you know nondescript. I love PC games. I I like playing anywhere. If it's a good game, I want to play it wherever it is. And so that's really what it's going to come down to. Now, if I gotta like pick a shirt to wear because I like, I think it's cooler looking. Yeah. It's probably gonna be PlayStation every time. Yeah. But yeah. as far as the ecosystems, I I really don't care as long as the game is good. But for me, I thought the overall thing was really good. It was nice to see PlayStation have something after a year of Xbox wins, but. I don't think there was anything that made me like jump up out of my seat excited for it. A few of my highlights, of course, it was cool to see God of War, but we knew that was coming. And it was cool to see Spider-Man 2, but again, we knew that was coming. The thing that really got me excited as a huge Marvel fanboy was the Wolverine game. Oh, yes, dude. And more like the game, just the fact that I know it's coming, I'm excited. But the thing that got me more excited about any of it than the actual games is the fact that Insomniac's making it. I know. Because Insomniac just hits and hits, and I've never played an Insomniac game I didn't love. Yeah. And it's cool for me to see that Disney slash Marvel is giving them the kings, the keys to the kingdom yeah. and saying, hey, you've done good with our properties. Keep making games. Keep it going. Now, I don't want, you know, I'm kind of, um, uh, kind of reversing what I said a minute ago. I don't want Sucker Punch to always only be the only ones who Insomniac. can make Marvel games? Insomniac, sorry, what yep. did I say? Sucker, Sucker Punch, Punch yeah. yeah. I don't want them to always be the only ones who can make Marvel games because I I want to see some diversity. I don't want to see laziness getting in there. Hey, I'd love if uh, if if an Xbox studio got an, you know uh, an exclusive game for them too because then they'd have a little bit to compete with or right. something. You know, so like I, I like that competition. I like a little bit of variety. But man, Wolverine... Yeah is another fast and fluid character, just like Spidey, where you need to have it nailed down. It needs yeah. to be good for it to work. And I think this is going to be, whenever it releases, whatever, 2026 or right. something. You know. No, I actually saw that same idea on Twitter. I don't know if you, I saw it from somebody. I don't know who I saw it from. But they were saying they, they had hoped that Insomniac wouldn't become a Marvel studio, just cranking right. out Marvel games. And I thought to myself, why would that be the worst thing? True, yeah. That's what I thing. thought. Yeah. Because, I don't know, we got three, three, yeah, no, two. We got two Spider-Man games in the bag. So far, yeah. Th- uh, the third one was announced. Yep. Awesome trailer, by the way. Yeah. Venom is one of my favorites. Yes. Um, and do you think, real quick on that, do you think they were hitting at co-op with having Miles and Peter? That would be next fucking level yeah. my brain can't even properly comprehend how fucking awesome that would be yeah but i would love that yeah um and i think if anyone could do it right it's insomniac yeah so something a little bit more grounded literally uh as wolverine yep literally on the ground um just can't go wrong in my eyes yeah so hyped at this point um now that i've had a moment to collect my thoughts ghostwire tokyo oh yeah what yeah. i have no fucking idea no what any of it is. I have no idea what it is. And for that reason, I can't stop wondering what the fuck it is. Yeah. And I love it. The aesthetic is insane. I don't know, man. It just gives me weird, like, Junji E2 vibes. Oh, yeah. And, like, just the high strangeness is 
some of my favorite things in life, just like very weird things. Right. Um, so I'm really pumped for that. Project Eve looked pretty good. It actually reminded me a little bit of Nier. I don't know yes. if you were getting that a little uh, bit. Project Eve and Nier, I can't remember who it is, but have some of the same people involved. So they have some DNA together. Yeah, okay. some DNA, some I, DNA there. I could tell. Yeah. Um, and it looked really cool. Um, that's funny because you're not a big Nier fan, but you're, but you think this looks good. Yeah. I mean, yeah. they're not the same game, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but no, just a couple of things I w- wasn't really expecting. What's the one with that girl with the thing around her wrist? I can't, um, for spoken for, for spoken. Yeah. Is that what it is? Yeah. I have no idea what the fuck that was. Yeah. But once again, getting huge infamous vibes from that. Oh, yeah. 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 Um, honestly, when they, when they re- revealed Spider-Man two, at the very beginning, when there was that electricity going through, yeah. I thought it was going to be intense. Yeah, which I would be happy with, too. Sure, yeah. Um, but, no, that first Spoken game is intriguing to me. Yeah. Um, playing as a young adult female, as a superhero, I would love to go on that journey. Um, and, honestly, I was getting some, like, really weird... Do you know the, the latest Unreal Engine demos they've done in the desert? Yeah. I was just getting some beautiful feels. I'm... Yeah, That absolutely. reminded me a lot of that. Just, yeah. like amazing environments cool powers i just am excited for the success of games like um the the previous infamous and the spider-mans to really utilize that over the top next level superhero godlike feelings you can get when playing these open world games like i love the idea of that um and experiencing that on next gen is next level and i'm just you know i just want these companies to run with it yeah and this showcase did impress me yeah i mean honestly i the trailers i watched i wasn't feeling like meh at the end of it right, right. so that's different than what i felt recently sure so yeah that, it, i agree there was some cool stuff in there uh the only thing about for spoken is i kind of cringed at the dialogues a little bit i agree with that but the game looks cool enough that i yeah. feel like i can overlook it yeah I think that as not a teenage female, <laughs> I may have like... Wait, f- <laughs> you've been, have you, have you been I, catfishing me this entire I, time? Brandon, you haven't been a teenage female this entire time? Um, no, I'm with you there, but the visuals just had me. Yeah. Visuals had me. And I love that we're coming out of the gate with a lot of gameplay. Yeah. I feel like a lot of the trailers I watched had some gameplay. Sure. And we'd love to see that. Right. Gameplay is king. Yes. Fuck your cinematics. Yes. It's not telling me anything about your game. So God of War coming out strong again. Yeah. So. The last thing about the showcase yeah. that I was very excited about is Knights of the Old Dude, Republic. Dude, Knights. <laughs> I played Old Republic. Yeah. I have not played Knights. Okay. So I actually have a little bit of an interest, nice. to be honest. Okay. So, and you're not a big Star Wars fan. I am not. But the games are speak to you a little bit. Yeah, more. yeah, yeah. And certainly... You know, playing with my friends is almost above all at any given gaming moment. Yeah, so too, that, yeah. you know, a series that I know, like I've heard nothing but amazing things about this game for years and years and years. Right. And so to finally be able to maybe play it on, right. you know, the best possible way is incredibly intriguing to me. I would love for something to make me fall in love with Star Wars. Yeah. And if this was it, I wouldn't be mad. Have you tried looking at Jabba the Hutt? Uh, I cannot disclose that information. Okay, just um, Pizza the Hut, maybe. Pizza the Hut, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so just have you seen Spaceballs? I have, yeah. Did it mean anything to you? Many times. Yeah. I uh, mean, see, here's the thing about Star Wars is like, I know almost everybody. Yeah. Like, legitimately, like, 
I I know what they do, who they're related to, mm-hmm. but I it just doesn't draw me in for some reason. Okay, gotcha. Um, so, you know, and that's probably a problem with me, but... Yeah, I would say so. Yeah, <laughs> a lot of people would say so, Ben. They've, <laughs> they've been telling me for years. I am, uh, yeah, I'm really pumped for KOTOR. I played a decent bit of it when it was out originally, but I don't think I ever spent any time with it after that. And so for me, I'm very, very excited to not only get, because I've been, t- I, so Maddie, um, Mr. Maddie plays. Yes. Um, I talked to him quite a bit, and, uh, you know, he always talks about KOTOR. Yeah. And so, like, just knowing his enthusiasm has made me want to replay it. And I just keep putting it off because he's also telling about a remake coming and everything. And so, like, I was finally at the point recently where I was like, maybe I'm just going to hop in for a couple hours. And then once I saw this, I was like, okay, even if this is a couple years away. got to wait. I just got to wait. You got to wait. I mean, maybe it would be fun to hop in for, like, you know, five, ten hours and just see what it was like right before it comes out. So you can remember and like compare things, because right, like I told you with Diablo Two Resurrected, I was playing the beta. Yeah, I was like, this looks just like the old one, and then I switched yeah. to the old view, and I was like, holy crap, this Dude, is not like the old one. It's the rose tinted glasses. Yes, there. absolutely. Um, so there was some uh, sizzling about this in the industry. People yeah. were thinking maybe it would did. Was there any idea that Sony would be doing this? I don't think. Well, well not Sony, but yeah. you know, you know what a- I mean. Aspire is doing the the remake, uh, but at the showcase. No, I think that was a big surprise to everybody. Yeah. Uh, pretty. I mean, maybe there were a few insiders who had a little hint. Yeah, sure, sure. I think that almost everybody kind of acknowledged it was coming and that, you know, they were excited for it. But that it would be, one, shown at the, not the Sony, Sony Showcase, and two, console exclusive. At least, we don't know for sure, but at least a timed exclusive, if yeah. not a permanent exclusive. Yeah. When it originally came out on the xbox yeah i actually gigantic yeah yeah i what a scoop yeah what a fucking scoop for sony yeah i mean honestly even if it is timed the money they probably spent to get that secured dude the money they fucking probably spent on wolverine too well i'm wondering if there's any connection there you know disney owns uh star wars and they also own marvel yeah and i wonder if they were like look Sony treat your properties well. There's a ton of Sony fans, or I'm sorry, Marvel fans on Sony. Let us try Star Wars and see how that goes. Yeah, dude. I mean, and they already had that established relationship. Now, granted, they had to get Aspire to also agree with that, right? But yeah, yeah it's it's pretty interesting when you think about the ecosystem, really, because you got more hype than ever for Spider-Man movies. Oh yeah, Rec- breaking records on YouTube for yeah. trailers. Yeah, you know what I mean. The game's doing phenomenal. Right. Um. You know, and now you got something like Wolverine coming up. Logan did really well. Yeah. So maybe they're just trying to kickstart the whole thing, man. And Logan's so good. Yeah. That's one I haven't seen yet. Oh, I lo- dude. I, See, love, I, I love Hugh. Yes. You like the Marvel movies, but you're a newcomer to the Marvel movies. And the, yeah. You know, that's fair. But yeah. I feel like, and Logan isn't in the MCU specifically, at least not yet. We haven't seen it tied in or something if it's going to be. But. I feel like you would like Logan a lot because it's very grounded, other yeah. than the fact that, you know, Wolverine's in it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's Wolverine. Yeah. But, like, it's it's a much more grounded movie than, like, this guy can transport through time. Right. Kind of things, you know, with Dr. Laser Strange eyes. And, laser and, eyes. Know, and, yeah. 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 Ma- aliens from space, wrecking New York. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. That's all the big news. Brandon, tell me about what you've been playing, including GT. Oh, wow. So that's about all I've been playing that's been new. Um, aside from I've been playing more Overcooked, okay. uh, I actually started playing... Are you playing the, with that with Lauren? 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, uh, and a couple of our friends. You hate each other yet? Ke- Kevin and Michelle. No, it's actually really fun. Good. Um, we work together really well. Um, but I'm playing the All You Can Eat edition, yep. which was the PlayStation Plus game. And it's amazing. There's no reason not to get it if you don't have PlayStation Plus. Try it out. It's yeah. great. Bought a second controller for that reason. Oh, nice. Finally pulled the trigger Good. on the second controller. The black controller. Yes. Mwah, it's beautiful. beautiful. Absolutely gorgeous. And it doesn't get, you know, you don't get, get all your hand stank all over. That's right. That's right. <laughs> it's still there. You just can't see it. Exactly. That's what matters. Yes. Um, but no, the, yeah, just playing some Apex. And then I actually, because of this, um, you know, the Gran Turismo announcement and me just being starving for, for you know, driving content mm-hmm. on my PS5, yeah. look on uh, PlayStation and for 10 bucks I can get GT Sport. Nice. Something I've never attempted. I think I rented it once. Have um, you played any of the GT games besides that? It's been, if I have, it's probably on like PS1. Right. So right. it's been many, many, many years. Yeah. Um, and I will say... Very nice, 60 frames a second, but I want to be completely transparent with the audience. I thought I was good at driving games. Yeah. I am not good at driving <laughs> games. Um, well, sport's a little more intense, isn't it? Well... Or is it less? I can't remember which is which. GT Sport, it's, it is a sim. Yeah. It's labeled as a sim. Right. It is a sim. Yeah. Um, there's something so mind-bending about having had played hundreds literally hundreds of hours of racing games in my life yeah no exaggeration three four or five hundred hours yeah. i've been playing racing games almost my whole life um and then realizing that actual driving <laughs> is uh nothing like that right um so it's been a lot of fun um you know i've been cheating a little having the game help me out here and there but i'm learning um and i'm really giving it a fair shake and i want to be excited for the next one so I will keep everyone updated. Um, good so far. Can't be that bad for 10 bucks. But um, yeah, just yeah. going to keep uh, fighting the good fight. Maybe one day I'll learn how to drive. I also haven't played a GT game for a couple generations at least. I'm trying to remember if I played on PS2 or PS3. If I'd say if I played one since PS1, it was on PS2. Yeah. But... I have played recently, not in the last week or so, but I don't think I ever talked about it on the show, played a bit, a little bit of Forza. Oh, no. Uh, Which one? Uh, four. Horizon? Yeah. Oh, they did so fucking good. And, wait. Yes. Correct. So good. And I really enjoyed it. I'm not very good at driving games, and I feel like in the early days of the consoles, the you know, the modern consoles we think of, mm-hmm. I played a good bit of like Need for Speed and... Uh, you know, of course, burnout and stuff like that. Yeah, but I never really dove too much into Forza. I definitely played them before, but like at a buddy's house or something. Right. So I, I really, enjoy, I've, I really enjoyed that. I haven't gotten back to it just because there's been so many other things that I've been playing. But it's one of those games where I'm just like, I can just disconnect. Yeah. And listen to a podcast or something. Yeah, dude. And just chill and drive around. But that's not recent for me. Uh, I was away, like I said, for a few days, and then busy the week before. So the only thing I've played is Deathloop. Okay. And so I, I, I got Deathloop. I wasn't expecting to get it early. And then I ended up getting an email that I was getting it early and was away. I was, I was away when that happened. So I wasn't able to play it till last night. Damn, hate and that. And then it came out today. So I played a little bit today, too. I probably got, I don't know, four or five at most hours into it. Uh, and I will say first that the moment they revealed it, 
I was very much in because as I yeah. said about 12 minutes, I am a sucker for anything time related yeah. or like time travel related or like time loops or anything like that. But I was, so I was definitely going to buy it and then I didn't end up having to, but I, I think it's very, very good. Yeah. I was going to get it on, on PC and I'm playing it on PS5 instead, which I'm fine with. Um, so there's a little bit of jank in there that's controller jank. It's yeah. not game jank. Right. But the the story's fascinating. Yeah. Which I don't feel like you get a lot of with first person shooters. Uh the the actual gunplay, I feel like, is very satisfying. I'm happy about that. Yeah. Because, you know I don't want to flex my first person shooter muscles, yeah. but you know, I've been playing them for a long time. Yeah. And whenever I play a game that has first person mechanics and they're not tight in 2021. Right. Makes me think twice. They're tight and also I think the fact and I don't I wouldn't have gotten this as much if I were playing with mouse and keyboard is that I think the dual sense here really really makes it shine. Really? Uh I'm not typically a big fan of rumble in my controllers or feet or haptic feedback when I'm playing a shooter and in this one I almost feel like it makes the experience. I love that. Yeah. I love that. So I definitely think it's a good thing for uh, for the um, PlayStation 5. Dude, sure. yeah, well, one less snag for the PlayStation before yeah. they're on Xbox, That's right. right? That's right. Does it? Does the uh, Xbox Game Studio logo pop up? Um, I'm going to say it probably does, but I can't remember. You can update me. I'm actually curious. I, I'll look for it next time I yeah. log. Because I logged in the first time, and then like I like clicked the button and then got up to, to go get something. And I just put it in the rest mode and booted it up today. So I think I only would have had the opportunity to see that screen once, and I was out of the room. Well, so maybe it won't say Xbox, but I'm just curious if, if it has anything Xbox whenever you boot it up. Yeah. I'm yeah. Just, I'm just interested. Yeah. I'll let you know. I'll, yeah. I'll double check. I'll, I'll find out next time I play and, and let you know. And... I don't like. It's hard to say much about this game without without being any kind of spoilers. I mean, most of the stuff you find out in the first two hours that's kind of about the game. But basically, I mean, you're in a loop and you have to complete a bunch of stuff before that loop ends, or yeah. else you have to start over. It's like a rogue in the sense that you like you have all the knowledge of the previous loops, just not the stuff. Right. And you can, of course, carry over some stuff if you complete different actions. So I'm talking about it very loosely in the sense that, like, I don't want to spoil anything. But what I will say is uh, the I was a little trepidatious because I like Arcane. I haven't played a lot of like I haven't played a lot of Dishonored two. I played a lot of I played through Dishonored one three or four times. But I very much like it. I'm not typically a stealth player. I tend to be more of a tank. And I was like, okay, well I want to play this, but is it gonna be too stealthy for me? Right. And then in my time playing, like I've done a lot of stealth, yeah, but I've also just ran in somewhere and guns blazing. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so it's definitely uh, it's got the arcane feel still to it, but it's got a little more of my playstyle built in, which I'm trying to like fight against. Right, I don't want to just play it like, you know, a Call of Duty where I'm running in guns blazing. Yeah, yeah all yeah. the time. But it's definitely got you know I feel like it do- it does have the ability to play whatever your playstyle is and like. You know, you don't. It's not linear. You don't have to go in certain paths. You could move. You can go to a different area. And the one really cool mechanic. I don't think that this isn't any kind of a spoiler. It also not only is it a time loop, but it like you can be in the same locations during different times of the day based on where you're at in the story and the time loop and everything. And the environments will change based on the type of day. That's cool. Not the environments. The types of. I mean, maybe somewhat the environments. The enemies. Yeah. The interactions you have. 
you know, one time you may roll into an area and there's one guy there you got to take out. And the next time you come in at a different time of day and it's like an army. Yeah. The conference the room is full now. Yeah, <laughs> like... exactly. So it's really cool. Uh, I'm really enjoying it and I'm hoping to get some more time into it. I'm going to get some more time into it this week. Uh, so I'll be definitely updating on that next week as well. Yeah. But I'll, hopefully it, I'll have some experience too. Cause I'm, you're going to get I'm, it. I'm hoping to get it this week. Yeah. Um, I didn't get it on launch, Yeah. but soon. Cool. Very soon. Cool. Especially with all the buzz, man. I really hope this game does well. Yeah. I really do. I'm excited. I don't think I want other people like I want the game. So there's a mechanic for those who don't know where you can invade other people's games and try to take them out. At right now, I don't think I have that option to go into someone else's games, and I don't think other people can do that to me yet. But the character that invades your game is there, and I don't think I want other people to invade my game because I want to just play and not get crushed. Yeah, you just don't you want know? the the uh, toxic because PvP to creep in. Exactly, there are <laughs> definitely people who are going to be better at this. Oh game yeah, me. there always is. But I do want to experience the going into someone else's game and seeing yeah, what that's dude. like, and just. Um, you know, just a couple times or something just to see what that's like. But uh, I'm very much enjoying it, very much having a good time with it and looking forward to you getting to play it. We can talk about it more next week. hundred percent, man. Yeah. Brandon, anything else to, to round out the show? No, nah, man. I think we got some very exciting news on the way. Um, the drought is ending. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I feel like for now, it's just gonna, it's just gonna continue the rollout. Yeah. The rest of the year, I think is going to be a very exciting time for us. Yep. Um, and, uh, yeah, next, then, next well, year too, man. What are you going to do about the fact that you can't play Halo Infinite? Cry? Yeah. Um, sob. You're like, like instead of playing Halo uh, Infinite, <laughs> I'm going to get an extra terabyte for my PS5. <laughs> yeah, no. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm still so torn about it. I'm going to try and work some stuff out, but yeah. we shall see. All right. All right. Thanks, everybody, for listening. We appreciate it. Appreciate you sticking around. Thanks for hanging out in the Discord. And thanks, of course, to our patrons over at patreon.com slash handsomephantom. Check us out there. Give us a peep. Appreciate it. And we will talk to you next time. Bye, guys. The HP Podcast and handsomephantom.com are supported by our proud patrons over at Patreon. If you want to support the show, head over to patreon.com slash handsomephantom. Adaholic, Passive Pixels Edwin Castillo, Fusebro, Boots, Poot, Jared, Josh Cummings, Edward Walton, Charles Peterson, Toby Ryland, Straw Hat Ninja, Jared Cavallero, Jason Canham, and Kevin Lucas. Thanks to State Farm for supporting this show and helping our listeners protect their businesses and lives. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Talk to your local agent today.